Welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am your host, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. So here we are again, and something's wrong. The world is upside down. The bad guys are turning into good guys, and the good guys are turning into scumbags. So, <laughs> speaking of which, so we, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Michael or start with Curtis? I think possibly Curtis, if that's okay. Yep. He's got a lot of abuse from me and you as the fucking oracle of knowledge and the, the man who sits down and tries to talk sense. Most of the time it's gibberish. And as I mentioned, it's on the back of a prawn cracker, Dave, not a fortune cookie many episodes ago. But I don't buy any of it. I just, I said it yesterday. I think it's utter game playing bullshit 101. He knows that they're not the top couple. I said, I thought they, them two think that they're like Danny and uh, Jack from last year. And they're obviously not. And he's thinking, Let's go for it. And what I don't understand in this whole dynamic with Curtis is, he's having these conversations going, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to impress you now, Dave. Well, you know, it's, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know why I'm having these feelings. <laughs> like you're doing snooker commentary. <laughs> uh, up here, the, the pink is just behind the brown. and uh... <laughs> Don't we'll ruin my thought. Games after. Yeah, we'll Sorry, go soon, yeah. back to the uh, so, so he's going to like to Tommy and Anton. Ah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doubting myself. Uh, uh, we're really good, me and Amy. And Amy's on the other side. The other villa going, oh, we've got four years worth of holidays. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this is nonsense because that Jordan, who he likes, and obviously he give her a kiss because of part one of the games, she stayed in bed with Danny and was snogging his face off. And, he, and he, even then he went, he went well, she, she snogged Danny, I think. And he went, well, I'm not too happy about that. I'm like, well... What the fuck are you going for here? You're putting your eggs in the wrong basket. What's going to happen here is they're going to end up absolutely decimating as a couple. And the both of them are going to end up with nobody because Amy's just going to walk. If he does that to her, she is gone, Dave, big time. Yeah, I, th- I think she would go. And and as much as she kind of does my head in, I mean, we saw her laughing and joking, I think, for about the first day. But since then, she just seems to have been on such a downer about everything. It just sucks the life out of you. I remember there was one episode, uh, was it last week, where Ian Sterling was talking about them at the breakfast bar, saying they're sorting out their utility bills and, you know, they've got a good deal on their electric or something. You know, they are like this. They've gone to this super old married couple. And what I've not heard anyone talking about, I have heard people talking about Curtis's game playing. There's a lot of people out there who think he's game playing as well. And fair play to you. You called it out. I think episode one, you said there's something not right there. He's probably playing the game there. I haven't heard anyone call out the fact that Amy's quite a bit older than Curtis. Curtis is 23. He likes to think like he's 40, you know, and acts with his advice as if he's 40 and lived his life. But, you know, Amy's on the late 20s side. Curtis is on the, you know, is on the other side, isn't he? He's 23. So I, I just don't know. Is it, is it that they're both after something different from life? Or is it as simple as, like people are saying, that, you know, since this vote, uh, since this tweet, sorry, that uh, they had in the old Twitter game, is it that he's just thinking his game plan's fucked? 
And, you know, because they ended up in the bottom three couples, clearly they didn't get the public vote. So he's not talking to Michael. He's not talking to Tommy. He's sort of saying there's something missing, you know, looking to fish back, you know, are there any comments? Is there anything, anyone going to help me, you know, do something else? But it does seem a bit odd. We haven't seen that much interaction. We haven't seen that much chemistry with him and anyone um, for him to just suddenly say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I think my head is turned, you know, and or, or it could be turned. And, you know, we saw on the clip for, you know, the sneak preview for tomorrow night, him say to Jordan that, you know, if the vote was now, then he'd recouple with her. So it, it just seems to have come out of nowhere, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And that's what I'm saying. I, I, I say it's not like I, I got it right. It's just you get a hunch on people as it's unfolded. It's become more annoying. And I, like I said to you, he, he literally legs it to get on the camera when there's something going on. He's always either in shot, just off the shot, or he's fucking beady heads fucking straight in there with some <laughs> advice. He's not daft, Dave. He must have more screen time than anyone else on the show because of this nonsense. Yeah father figure thing when he's 23 years old. I, I just call utter bullshit from China. But also, Michael, moving on to Michael, Dave, my word, he's not, I'm not a fan of Amber one bit. I'm still reeling from the nonsense with Yuandi and Anna, and I definitely will get them to talk about Anna. But Dave, he is absolutely doing a number on Amber. When she sees, we've seen a preview, tonight's show showed a little preview for tomorrow, and oh my word, he goes straight in for the kiss. I'm sorry, but no matter what I think of Amber, he has gone down in my estimation there. I thought they would, that he was the guy, the most stand-up guy. I know he's in context what's going on, but to me, he's going to walk in that other villa. In, well, she's going to walk into the villa and he's going to have his arm around someone else. And that's what happened in, in the past, Dave. And it's absolutely, as much as we love the drama and the, the cringiness of it, oh, Dave, it's fucking brutal if that happens. Honestly, she will be absolutely devastated. I, th- I thought this was what you were salivating over. This was the I whole was, thing of Castle Gamora, yeah, isn't it? I am, but I'm, I'm now like, <laughs> the human side of me is coming out thinking, fuck me. But I've, Dave, I will be watching it with my fingers over my eyes, but only slightly <laughs> so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make great TV anyway. It, it does seem a bit brutal. I can, on a logical level, you know, looking at it analytically, you can kind of see where he's coming from, you know, but I think it's that comment that really jarred with me that he said at the end there that, um, you know, I've got when they're in bed and he's saying, I've got to know you better in two days than it's taken me, you know, three or four weeks with Amber. I thought that's, that's not cool. You know, even if it's true, have it with your inner monologue. Have it with a conversation with Danny or Anton. Mind you, everyone will know then. Um, <laughs> you know, think it to yourself, maybe. And and I've said, I, I don't think they'd work because of that difference in maturity. And I don't like the way Amber's handles certain, certain situations. And, you know, it reminds me of past relationships where you just always feel like you're the one doing all the, the compromising. But... <laughs> No, he's 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 gone too far, I think, there. And but is this not what always happens? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it fucking does. Because I think as well, Dave, what I'm disappointed with him 
in him. Like you say, for TV-wise, I'm going to lap it up. I'm going to have my nice cup of tea there. I'm going to have my, my pyjamas on in bed, watching it through, you know, my hands over my eyes. But I'm going to absolutely love it. It's going to be perfect TV. But in the same respect, from a human element, he's been the most stand-up person in there. He's, as I said a couple of episodes ago, he's called out people when he feels the need calling out, friend, foe, whatever. He says it down the line. To preserve that, he should have basically said to Miss Joanna, I, I think there's something there, but it's not fair and amber, irrespective of whether he thinks she's doing something or not. I need to have that conversation with her to say, look, it's over. I want to pursue it with Joanna. But I think as well, Dave, there is a timescale on this because literally... What can happen is if Amber comes in and he's recoupled up with this new girl and she can basically get voted off pretty much straight away. Well, they'd have to claw <laughs> claw her fingers from around Michael's neck, I imagine, first. So that might take a couple of episodes. Um, you still there? Yep, yep. All right, yep, sorry. I was, I was expecting a bit of a laugh there. <laughs> I set them up. Am <laughs> <laughs> I that predictable now, Dave? <laughs> no, no. It's just, you know, when the call drops out and it's just like, it, it's just completely dead. I can't hear any breathing or, or anything. It was just completely dead. So, no, no. I just um, think it was funny, Dave, I'll be honest. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't, to be fair. No, but no, I just, again, I, at the weekend, I'd watched Aliens again. I just imagine one of those little face huggers, just Amber, just completely like laying into him. I think what makes it worse is that you're seeing it from the other side as well. That Amber, you know, even in the even in the pool game and whatever, you know, where you know it's you've got to play the game, so just have a bit of fun with it. She was like, "No, no, this this isn't right." So she didn't want to do it. You know, she's just like, I just can't stop thinking about Michael. And I'm just like, oh, fucking hell, this is just the worst combination. <laughs> completely, isn't it? Because she's genuinely, you know, not bought into all this. She's not really having any fun, you know, and she just probably wants to get back to Michael. And, and uh, it's just such a shame, really. Yeah, it is, to be fair. But Dave... You better have your popcorn out, my friend, and we'll have them gifts ready to go on that episode. <laughs> See, I don't. So, what, what, what will happen then? Who gets the choice to recouple? Well, or, all, or does it change? They all sort of do. If I, if my memory serves me correct, so say Michael picks Joanna. Now she's coming. Castlemore. Their their job. Whoever comes into Castlemore, the lads or the girls, they their job is to get coupled up, basically. So. If Michael dumps Amber and he's in a partnership, then Amber, unless she gets coupled up with somebody, she could be gone on the next recoupling. So that's what'll happen is she'll come in as Michael's girlfriend, but in theory, they're not. A bit like what happened with Yoandi and Danny. And then if he mm-hmm. chooses someone else, she's fucked. But it may, I think it's, is it not the girls who do the recoupling this time? So, oh, the boys did it last time, didn't they? Yeah, so so Michael could be stuck. Anyway, Joanna could end up going, and he might end up stuck with Amber, whether he likes it or not. So, But who... Yeah, so is it the original crew that gets a pick? Yes, basically, yeah. So, so What happens new, to the, the, the new boys and the new girls who've come in? So they, do they just... If they're not coupled up, they just go yeah, off again? They're gone. Oh, they're right, gone. Okay. Like the tweet we threw out tonight, I did nick it off someone else, that them two guys, Dan and Marvin. No one's seen him since Friday. And as I put the tweet... Oh, we saw Marvin. 
Getting yeah. in a little bit at the end there, didn't we? Yeah, with Maura. Yeah, because all of a sudden she'd had enough of denim, didn't she? She just like <laughs> she's she's a, an interesting one, isn't she? I mean, she does she does make great TV, but I think you know, I think she'd be a bit much in your own life, wouldn't she? She's just. She's either full 100 miles an hour or zero. <laughs> you know, and again, I don't know whether it's the editing, but, you know, again, in that initial lineup, she's like, mm, turn on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then he's talking to her saying, yeah, yeah, I'm not just in this for this. And I, he was waffling about shit and I don't know what. And you could just see in her face, like, just shut up. And then she's sitting in the diary room. It's like, God, he doesn't have to talk over you. And it's like, she's met her match. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't like it at all. So she's like, "Oh fuck him!" But this is kind of what happened to Tom. You know, she was asking Tom into bed the first time she met him, and then she gets bored of him. Yeah. So I, I don't know why. I don't. I can't read what she's going to do. She's going to obviously. I'd, I'd assume she'll couple up with someone, but she either seems to be full on getting the old fanny flutters or not interested at all. Yeah, she's very, I agree, she's a very complex and bizarre character, but perfect TV, Dave, because she's literally, she's actually test driving every lad in there, isn't she? She's sort of seeing which which tread fits her the best at the moment, and I think she wants to do that, fair fucks to her, you know what I mean? It's not for me to t- say whether it's right or wrong, it's just, it sends mixed signals, I can't work her out, I can't work the girl out one, one bit, she come in, puts it on Tommy, absolutely you know, sex maniac the way she was. Even, you know, there was some calls saying it was almost sexual harassment. But if it had been a bloke, obviously it may have been doing that to a girl, then that probably would have been. But in the same respect, after that, she said some really bizarre stuff about like how she's, you know, she slept with five guys. That's fine. It's in a relationship for nine years. But then as soon as somebody comes in, like say stuff to Anton, like she wants to fuck him. It's like, well, he really, really un- unusual person. Really, really, I've never met, or well, I've met her, but I've never seen anybody like that because she basically contradicts everything she says part after time. And I, I find it fascinating, but I just find it fucking bizarre as well. Like you say, I mean, she's good. She is good entertainment. I, I've fucking no way. You know, this Cassara Moore has just thrown all my chess pieces all over the fucking place. I have no fucking idea who my money's on at the minute. I, I think, um, you know, you touched on Danny there. Right, Let, let's spend a couple of minutes on him because what the fuck is he all about? Because, <laughs> you know, he was all in on you, Andy. We kind of gave him a pass on that because of how cold she was being. And, and you're like, look, if you're not all in on this, you've both got to be all in or, you know, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. So you could kind of understand why, you know, he'd go elsewhere. But Arabella's just got out and he seems as loved up with... Uh, with Jordan or Jordan, however you pronounce it. And the thing that just I couldn't get tonight is she said to him, even if you were with Arabella, you know, would you have gotten to know everyone else or or something like that? Would you have gotten to know me? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck off right now. (laughs) I just know that you will just say anything. You will say anything on what it is you think the other person wants to say. Because I, I was thinking to myself, well, that's not really a good answer, is it? She seemed to take it in a good way. But it's like, uh, so what happens if some other girls come in then? Are you going to fuck me off as quickly as you fucked off Yuande and then Arabella? 
Yeah, it's like, can you imagine, right? <laughs> so sometimes you need people to tell you things that you don't want to hear. So, you know, Captain Kirk, he's like, Scotty, I need warp factor five and I need it now. And he's like, I can't break the laws of physics, Cam. You know, if you had Danny in that situation, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Right, go. Uh, yeah, it'll be with you in a minute. No, I need it now. (laughs) And he's just like, stop fucking telling me all the things you think I want to hear. Go for it. So, yeah, he's just, uh, he's irritated me. I kind of like the drama and the the intrigue of where Curtis and Michael's going to go. But Danny, I'm just fucked off with now. It's just like, oh, you just, (laughs) I'm done with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't disagree with any of that, Dave. I'll tell you who I have got a beef with, Dave. Let's get on to my good old friend, Anna, Anna Ovi. Now, <laughs> Ovi come out with what can only be described as a sportsman's athletic athlete's analogy or metaphor, whichever you want to call it, <laughs> which was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, you know, I found it impressive. Well, you know, it's like... Uh, you, know, you can't do the London chat, Chris. That's a problem. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> it's nothing like Snatch or something. That was awful. Anyway, he basically says, it's like, you know, basketball. You go for a free... And I'm like, oh, mate, you're not just... Sh-. So I'm actually going to say now, I'm going to agree with something you said the other episode about him being too intense and too serious, is once them looks break off for Anna, she's not going to be with him for much longer. And I find her such a hypocrite. She goes, I was thinking about Jordan. The whole time. What, when you've got your tongue wrapped down his fucking throat? <laughs> I don't think so. Because when you come up for air after that kiss, you were looking at him as if to say, we're going to be together forever. There's no way you're even thinking of Jordan. As the camera conveniently panned to Jordan in bed holding his pillow. But genuinely, <laughs> she don't care about Jordan. And like I said yesterday, they, they look really compatible. So let him get on with it. No problem with that one bit. But don't talk bullshit for the cameras that you really give a fuck about it because you just don't. Absolute nonsense. Tell the truth and just get on with it with Ovi and everyone can live happily ever after. <laughs> I'm going to make a, a, a bit of a leap to the left here just to make another analogy. But I remember years and years ago, this, this is really going to date me here, but when uh, Michael Owen brought out a book and he was about 21 or 22 or something like that. And I, I remember thinking to myself, well, hey, you're so young, you haven't really done anything. You haven't really lived. You haven't got a career to look back on. And B, you're just fucking boring. You know, you kind of have to be to be an athlete in this modern day game you know whatever sport it is but you you haven't really got a life to speak about it's like oh you know today we went to training and uh, we did these you know we did this and we practiced on this and it's like oh, that's not I don't I want to fucking hear about Rodney Marsh and George Best and, and those were the fucking days of, of you know listening yeah. to the, the stories about sportsmen and I've just got a feeling you know what Ovi you're a specimen Chris reckons you've got a cock like a cricket bat, <laughs> <laughs> which is a mental image I don't ever want to think of again. And <laughs> you know how many people laughed at that? I will bet. Sorry, I will bet he is fucking boring. Once that initial, uh, once he's got all of his basketball analogies out of there, they're just going to repeat themselves, and he's going to be fucking boring. I agree. That's, that's exactly what I've just said. And, and uh, Dave, sorry to cut across you then, but my word, the amount of comments I had about the cricket, cock like a cricket bat. 
<laughs> Thomas simply cannot say on the show, but they have seen some belters, and really has. And yeah, I, I agree. I just think he's a boring fucker who looks the business, and that's not for, coming from a jealous or a, a cynical side from us at all. I just see that his chat, like you said, he's very, very intense. But you can't be very, very intense all the time like that. So, and again, he could be edited. He could be an absolute joker, but we've not seen that with him at all. I would say. Anyone listening to us who does watch the show, and I've, I've really got into watching the Unseen one, because the Unseen one actually brings out a lot of the characters in the house or the villa, their personalities that you do just simply do not see. Joe got such a bad press of the way he was with Lucy. Watch the Unseen stuff. He was actually quite funny, and, and they were having laughs, and they're doing silly things, and they're doing normal things that you would expect. But you can see how much he's diluted and edited off when someone's ironing or someone's, you know, just doing... But they're having a laugh. Is it, is it like well, a family? We, we didn't see it, but it seems like Lucy's forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, she's just Joe, Joe who? She's, she's completely gone, isn't she? She's, she's grabbing a bit of an okay, or, or was it a fine snog with Stevie? Uh, and then in bed with George? It's just like, <laughs> I, I don't know where she's going to go, but if the girls are coupling up, I don't know which way she's going to go. Exactly. I, I, I called her out. Fucking hell, two episodes ago, she wanted a bit of fucking Tommy again. So come on. It don't make sense to that girl at all. And Joe, I still think you're a psychotic nut job, but I think you may have had a point, my friend, if you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Did we miss a... Oh, oh, Chris, how can we not talk about Anton? Oh, Dave, Hallelujah. Absolute hallelujah. That's all I'm saying is the heavens open for that lad. And I'm telling you now, Dave, I don't think he's very full anymore. <laughs> I appreciate it. The lads seem to sort of let him take, I'm not sure if they were standing back and let him take the lead for all the games <laughs> or he was just always the first one up there. But he seemed to be having the absolute time of his life, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He was brilliant when she was licking out of his belly button. Yeah, that was the one even more. I had to see it again on Twitter after the, the show had just finished. And I'm, it, it fucking looked wrong, the way he's, the camera angle on that, the way he's fucking emptying it out. <laughs> it's just <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. But I still, I'm maintaining it, Chris. I don't like that bell. I, I oh. think he can do better. I don't know who that is. Fucking where is Maria? My favourite there, Maria. I, I assume she's my favourite. She's just lovely to look at, but you don't know anything about her because she's not been on camera. No. It's bizarre, isn't it? How they edit them in and out. It really is bizarre. Strange yeah. thing that. It really is. I can't see. I mean, if Curtis was going to, you know, have his head turned, I would have thought, you know, from, from the chats that we've seen, I would have thought it would have been her, but clearly not. Clearly not. No. So I've been called out a little bit. I think it was Lady Beige on Twitter. <laughs> I said, if Anton kind of gets it on, I'm going to be going full on Carlton. But it, it, oh, I, just, I just can't really buy into this whole bell thing. It just seems too surgical. I, I just oh, I can't, can't buy it myself. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Now, Dave, I've got an email from one of our listeners, actually. And this is from a Samantha Phelps, points from Sam. She's an avid listener. I just want to read this out. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, hi guys. Another great episode. Chrissy's comment about the cock like a cricket bat. (laughs) She's pissing herself. I can show the emojis are on there. I have a few points to add to Friday in today's show. 
Curtis, the first one, as much as he's a pain in the arse and being in between everyone's relationship comments, etc. Actually, this is her theory. I think maybe he's been put in there on purpose to help with people's mental health. Maybe he's there to try to make everyone feel good about themselves. I might be way off, but his whole character appears off. And then she's going on about Michael. Michael, Chris said a spanner in the works. My God, I think it's an entire toolbox. Hashtag watch this space. Hashtag shit's about to go down. <laughs> um, I also have to say, these originals are boring. Far too many so-called pro athletes, Z-listers, YouTuber. Molly already has thousands of followers in hair and makeup. To me, all of them are all too scared to let their hair down and do anything for fear of ruining their already built-up so-called brands. We need normal people, not people who already have agents. It's ruining the show. Next year, it needs to be brought back to basics, in my opinion. Keep up the good work, though, guys. Honestly, you really make me laugh. And that's from Samantha Phelps. So thank you very much, Samantha. So, I mean, what, what's your perspective on that? Because I've got no frame of reference. The, this is the first cast that I've come in and, and seen. I can see. So someone like Molly, Molly May, you know, where basically uh, she shows her ass on Instagram, so gets followers like that. So clearly, you know, her income is based on how she looks. Yeah. I, 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 I've said before, you know, someone's job, so someone like, Michael, I know he's in shit corner at the minute, but you know he's got he's got a good kind of heroic job there, hasn't he? He's not he's not just a male model, which no. should tell you fuck all about himself. And uh, you know I'm not trying to call out male models, but if Danny's your fucking best <laughs> thing that you could throw out there, <laughs> then you are are all pretty dull. So I I don't know I I, I can see where you're coming from then, and uh, so but but like I say without any real frame of reference. So what do you think? I think that each series we have had people who have already, obviously social media, say going back five years when the first series came back, when it came back on, there's a big difference in them five years to how important Instagram is now. Instagram originally was all to do with fitness and stuff like that. Now it's just about anything, isn't it? You can make serious money just taking a picture of you stood by a mountainside and things like that. The, the social media influencer now is actually a, a job. It was never a job. There was a few odd, odd, odd people here and there who made money out of it. But now you can literally make a whole career out of that. And just if you get enough followers, you're getting stuff sent to you and everything. So I think as the series have gone on, it's become more apparent. Last year, was probably, there was probably three or four people in there who were, who were quite genuine, normal people. But this year, it's become more apparent that these different things going on in the background. You can sort of see, like, like I'm a big fan of the reality stuff. And it's not, I love the show. I'm not shitting on the show one bit, but I watch stuff like Coach Trip and even stuff like Four in a Bed. Four in a Bed is based on people who own hotels and stuff like that, but it did, they did start cheating in the last series. And as somebody who's worked in the entertainment business as a, at a very low level, as someone who did adverts, uh, TV shows as an extra fill-in, you get the odd little part where you say things, and I did this at a very, very low level. Everything I'm seeing on this show with most of the people, I'd probably say 95% of the people, I would say, have either been briefed before, told what, especially Curtis and that Dave, exactly what Joe said when she came on on Friday about him trying to get a job on Strictly. The last thing they would do is get someone on like him who's an absolute wanker. So he's got to be Mr. Nice. And I know what Sam was saying about the mental health and that, but genuinely, I just think he knows where his bread's buttered. He might have already got the nod before he went in here to say you're going to get the job on strictly, but you've got to behave. You just don't know. But they've got people behind them, Dave. You watch that, you watch like 
first dates, you anything like that. I, I've had stuff to go on first dates. Obviously, I'm married and that, but because you're with an agent, they send out like blanket text messages or stuff like that. Can you go on first dates? Can you travel to London? We'll pay you this, this, and this. I know people, I've mentioned it before, people have been paid to go on Britain's Got Talent and X Factor, knowing that they're not going to get through, but they'll get paid thousands just so they can tell a story and get them through to the, the judges' houses or the next round of Britain's Got Talent. I've seen the text. I've seen the people. I know the people. A lot of it isn't, but a lot of it is already premeditated what makes good TV. Even guests on game shows. There's a website I could go on now and you can enroll as a guest. It's genuine. You win the money in that, but they ask for you to be entertaining and, and give a bit of a something on there about yourself. You can't just go on there and be boring. Now it's all that entertainment bubble. So I see it more and more. And I've, I must admit, I've ruined a lot of reality stuff for when me and Sam are watching it because I'll say like, that's a setup. It's got talent. It's so obvious. It's a setup. It's unbelievable. But with this, they just seem too polished at times with what they've got to say, what they've got to do. And there is stuff with the producers. You can see at times there's the towie element to it. Like there was one where the lads went out and you had Tommy Curtis and someone else sat around a bar or sat around like a pedestal in a kitchen, whatever it was, like a kitchen bar, talking. And you could just tell they'd been briefed in what to say. It it felt very towie in the way they react and the way they were talking. It was just too wooden. It was not spontaneous chat. So... I don't know. I don't know where you are. It's an entertainment show. So I lap it up. I can't wait for all the shit to go down this week. But in the same respect, I do understand what people are saying. Like, and I've mentioned about the fact that they are models and athletes and that we call them out. It's just, where's the fine line? Where does it, you know, where do you stop it to make it into the TV show? It's now, it's a juggernaut. It's, it's, a, it's a TV show that's born in the last two or three years from nowhere. And it's guaranteed millions of viewers in the social media interaction and peaks on there is out of this world when love island's on yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> you come to me what i did to that, that is a deliberate fucking, I i'll let you run and run and run yeah. and then i'm just gonna give you nothing <laughs> that's how it feels sunshine <laughs> <laughs> well dave i think it's time we went don't you so yeah, i think it is <laughs> you bastard so if you want to get hold of us on twitter at love island castle if you want to email the show and we love all your emails guys and we will read them out the love island cast at gmail.com dave it's been a great episode castle amore the fallout after the rest of the week what have you got for us to finish us off today well chris i thought it finishes off with a little bit of a poem see curtis said be the clock and chris reckons Ovi's got a cricket back cock. Goodbye. That's a bit shit, that, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs>